have a collect call from an inmate at the Washington Correctional Center. To accept the call, press 5. There's nothing like waking up to the sound of clacking and buzzing as the doors crack in the morning after count clears. Waking up to the reality of life in prison. For some, it is just a stop along their journey, a milepost, an experience. For others, it is a revolving door, in and out, in and out, and that's their way of life, stuck in the cycle, pulling and eating away at them. And then for some, it becomes their destination as the hammer came down and that judge issued them a death sentence. The slow way, by way of life in prison. This is the life of a lifer by Taylor Conley. Hello and welcome, friends and family. We're back. I know it's been a little bit, but, you know, the virus has hit and everything's changed in society, so we had to take a little break. But fortunately, we're able to come back to you. And today, I got a special guest on, a gentleman from California named Josh, who started Breaking Free Industries. You know, this guy seems really cool. I had a chance to talk to him and catch up. I think I got him on the line here. Josh, are you there? I sure am. How's it going, Taylor? It's going good, man. It's going good, all things considered. How about yourself? It's a glorious day here in Southern California. A little gray, but, you know, just living and dreaming downtown Santa Ana. I mean, that sounds amazing to me. Why don't you paint me a picture? You know, it's gray up in the Pacific Northwest, but down here, when it's gray for any period of time, the vocals kind of get all bent out of shape. But uh, we've got this weather pattern that, you know, between May, June, early July, gets a little gray until usually by around 10 o'clock or so it kind of just breaks up. Today it's still a little bit kind of cloudy, which is not such a big deal. Being from the East Coast, as long as I don't have to shovel it or slip and fall on it, I'm just pretty darn good. But it's a beautiful day out today. Ah. Yeah, it doesn't stink. A little so bit you're in the from air. the East Coast then? Yeah, I'm from New Jersey. Oh, wow. So when did you move out to the West Coast? Moved out here in 03. So uh, moved out here, I was just, I think I was 28, 25, something like that. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh -oh. Wow. It's, it's got to be pretty different, you know, the California lifestyle versus the Jersey lifestyle. Were you down there on the Jersey Shore or what? No, it's just outside New York City. Um you know, I think it's a little bit more similar than it would be than if I kind of did over the flyover country. You know, I would not do well in the middle of the country at all. <laughs> I, I'm a little too fast-paced for that. But uh, I kind of okay. like it out here. Just, you know, it's a little slower pace, not too much. Great weather to be outside, you know, every day. There's always something to be done outdoors. And, uh, yeah, I, I miss somebody who's, you know, I miss some of the culture. I miss some of the authenticity. Like, you know, back east, you know, you piss somebody off, they, they, you beat each other up, and then you go grab each other a beer. Here, it's kind of like, well, let me stick that pillow in your back while I just, you know, 
a little passive aggressive here. But, um, ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I get but, that. Nah, it's all good. Right. But, uh, well, I appreciate you coming out today and, and joining us. Uh, I know that with everything that's going on in today's society, it's it's amazing how you've been able to develop this breaking free industries that you've made. And, and from what I understand, it hires people like exclusively basically from prison and you guys are making t-shirts is that what it, what it is that's the start that's exactly right so my own experience i was incarcerated it wasn't that long a time but when i went out despite having a pretty good uh, track record in terms of education and professional all that people were spoke for the criminal background and i don't begrudge people for it you know it just is what it is but rather than sit there and, you know, sit the, with my head in my lap and not, not quite knowing what to do, uh, I was able to talk to a couple of friends of mine and just say, you know what, let's just create an organization who is entirely dedicated to helping people out of the prison system, out of the jail system. In fact, let's make it a, just a downright job requirement that if you want to work here, you have to have been behind bars and start there. And then the process was, well, what can we do that doesn't require a lot of capital to get started? And that doesn't take a lot of effort to try and like teach. So basically an, an easier business. And we start off with shirts. And from a shirt perspective, there's kind of two ways you can go with that. One is you can design your own shirts and sell your own apparel line under the Breaking Free brand. And then we could also be, uh, you know, do a business to business relationship. Santa Ana has just dozens and dozens of these cafes and bars and restaurants that all just have their own merch. Uh, you know, merchandise. So create right. these shirts for these other businesses where, you know, if I can make 70% of my shirts being business to business and I, without my label on it, I, you know, I'm in it to create lives here and rebuild lives. I'm, yeah, I'm going to sell some shirts and hopefully I sell a lot of shirts, but really I'm in the business of changing lives. That's what we're really about. So I don't care if my label's on it. I don't care what's on the shirt. I just want to sell shirts so I can hire more people, get them off the streets and get them into a career that's making a lot of money, that they can take care of their families, that they can go be happy and be engaged with a life which they're, to which they're proud, that they can provide for themselves, that they have a level of esteem uh, so that they feel good about that. Hey, you know what? I'm not living off the streets. I don't have to do something illicit to make a living. I don't have to work for, you know, $12 an hour doing something kind of that's beneath me that you know, if they can sell some shirts, and if they can press some shirts, let's create a, a really good plan here and create a great opportunity for them to go up, up, and beyond. Start, yeah, you might have to start by pressing shirts and minimum wage kind of stuff. But, you know, if you can sell them, you know what? Hit the streets and you can start uh, making extra bucks and start creating a revenue stream. You know, I, my goal is to pay every single person an incredible wage well above and beyond what standard and average. So if you're selling $300,000 shirts, you should participate as if you're selling $300,000 worth of shirts. Like, let's make it all happen and just create the infrastructure and support to make that happen so that there's no barrier. There's no, there's no more chain holding you down that if you can do whatever you want to do and you can sell, great. And then hopefully in time, as we continue to grow, that will go beyond shirts and, you know, maybe become, you know, hats, embroidery, scrubs, you know, something can be parallel Maybe we'll go from there to food and beverage, you know, restaurants and cafes, bakery, almost following the homeboy industries model of downtown LA. Yeah, I think that 
you're onto something, Josh, because I I do believe that that is one of the biggest problems with what happens when people get out of prison is that they don't have a job, you know, and nobody will hire them because they have a felony on their record, and it, and it could be a small felony, and they still have a really difficult time finding that job, and therefore they just turn back, they give up, and then turn back to, uh, you know, a life of crime, which got them into prison to begin with. You know, and, and it's a recurring cycle that just keeps happening over and over again. So I really commend you for finding a solution and not only creating the solution by making a business for yourself, but saying, hey, look, this is a real problem and, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna try to do something about it. So I'm going to bring other people that were like me who couldn't find a job. Nobody would hire them. And, man, let's, let's do this. You know, it's not unlike what we're doing at Design Conviction to where we're trying to make it people inside that are doing positive stuff, doing something with their lives other than just sitting around playing cards, you know, doing the politic and type shit. They're trying to really change and trying to really do something with themselves, whether it be through artwork or writing or going to education there's there's so many different things that you can do but nobody ever hears about it the only thing people the only thing that makes the news is when there's a riot somewhere or you know something bad happens to the cops or you know something crazy goes down they're doing food strikes and shit like that nothing ever comes out about all the positive things that people inside are doing so that's what we're trying to do at design conviction is tell those stories and the people like you that are getting out and doing positive stuff and, and people inside also need to hear about that that hey look these opportunities are becoming available and they're being offered you know it reminds me a lot of Dave Dahl who started Dave's Killer Bread and yep. he turned that into like a huge global business and they hire a lot of people that are you know, coming from outside of prison, and, and Dave's actually a good friend of ours. So I, oh, wow. I really, yeah, it, it's a Dave's a really cool dude, man. He, he's a great guy, and, and he's actually going to be on the cover of our next magazine that's coming out next month, or actually this month, at the end of the month. Um, Amazing. Yeah, we. I see a lot of similarities when you're telling me your story with, with how this guy started and what he wanted to do with him with his uh, business so well there are some inspiring folks that are that are out there that have reinvigorated themselves repurposed themselves and you know unfortunately the corporate setting isn't too kind to folks with a criminal background but uh you know the way i look at it is you know i was in, i was a some people call it trustee some people call it you know whatever you want to call it working behind the bars right so, you know, you have this job, and I was in the kitchen, and, you know, go figure, if you're working in the kitchen, normally you have your set, you know, a real set of tools and a real set of, you know, cutlery and things like that to actually do what you got to do. And go figure, behind bars, they don't really give you knives. Maybe there's a problem with that. But, like, you get these substandard tools with which you have to do these jobs that are normally you've got the right tool for the right job. Now you've got terrible jobs, terrible conditions, no days off, all that sort of stuff. And uh, you're doing it basically for just a minor perk, not even getting paid, uh, even though some systems will 
still they'll pay maybe a couple cents an hour. But it's like if you're able to do that and you're able to handle that level of scrutiny to do that type of work and you're able to do a good job of it while you're behind the wall, those are the people I want to talk to because those are the folks that, A, are not going to complain that, you know, you know what, uh, you know, I, I can't work today because, you know, my pinky hurts or, you know, these are folks that are going to be so dedicated, so grateful to have an opportunity. And, you know, ideally where I want to go with this is have wraparound services and partner with the local nonprofits that offer things like AA, uh, counseling services, whatever people need so that they never, ever have to go back behind the wall. You know, how many times I've read about folks that were on probation, but because they missed a PO appointment because they had to work, it's a PV in the back behind bars. Like, no, no, no. You need to see your PO, fine, no problem. Take care, do what you gotta do. You're struggling a little bit, you need to talk to your sponsor, go ahead, take an hour, go talk to your sponsor. Need therapy, no problem, we'll go arrange for some therapy, let's go take care of you. You need to go to the doctor, no problem, I'll pay for your health insurance, let's get you over to the doctor, let's get you healthy. You know, really believe and take care of these folks who, you know, our brothers, these are human beings, for crying out loud. Put them in a position for success and guess what, they'll succeed. Now, if you keep on keeping people down and you know, one step and have the revolving door, we're going back and forth behind bars. It, it, it's just a never-ending cycle. So let's break that cycle. Break the cycle for now, now just be done. Absolutely, man. Well, Josh, I, I really commend you and I appreciate what you're doing. And I look forward to talking to you again and continuing to further look into what you're doing and, and definitely support you in any way that we can here at you know with design conviction with the social enterprise aspect of it we're looking to um, once we get into making profits taking those 50% of any profits that we make is going to go into helping people further the cause helping different projects that are out there like yours for instance and really making a difference in this thing because you know a lot of the, the politics and, and and everything like that they they talk about prison reform and it's almost more of a talking point than actually taking action on it so I think that the more people from within who actually are impacted by it take these actions to really make some true change in this whole reform type of a, an aspect and just do something about it ourselves, that's when the real change is really going to happen. And maybe maybe some of these lawmakers and politicians will actually take some actions once they start to see more of this shit happening, not just saying, hey, we need this, but actually doing something and put some funding behind it. And uh, I really do appreciate it, though, Josh, and, and I look forward to seeing what happens with, with Breaking Free Industries. And, um, I appreciate you know, that. Do you guys have a website? I look forward to Yes, we do. BreakingFreeIndustries.com. Uh, take a look at the shirts that we have. If you don't like the designs we have, let me know what you like. We'll, we'll do that, too. I'd like to get in touch with your graphic design and your artwork teams because, you know, obviously we're looking for more designs, killer designs. Shirts are kind of funny like that. You know, you can create with, you know, get 20, 30 designs, and once you have one that really hits, it hits, it lights, lights, you know, goes up, uh, lights up the fire, and, you know, that's where you kind of want to be. And the designs that we have there, they're, they're okay. You know, I'd like to really improve that enough level that with real artists, because I've done most of the artwork up until now, and I'm an accountant. I'm not an artist, per se. Um, 
So I'd love to really connect with you on that offline. But yeah, Breaking Free Industries, we're looking for people who have artistic talent. We're also looking for anyone that otherwise needs a shirt. So contractors, restaurants, bars, cafes, you know, if you're looking for shirts, please order from us. We hire only people that have been behind bars. So you're going to get top-of-the-line shirts, top-of-the-line quality. And by the way, we're going to be just as priced competitive with the, the Vista Prints of the world because we, we're aware of what's out there. We know the pricing that's out there. We'll, we'll keep things reasonable for you, but we're going to do an amazing job for you while we're at it. That, that sounds amazing, man. All right, Josh, well, you take care of me, and I hope it gets nicer out there. I'm sure that that nice weather's coming, Bo. Thank you, sir. Take care. Take care of yourself, and I look forward to keeping the dialogue going here. So take it easy, my friend. Be well, and thank you so much for this great opportunity. I appreciate you. Absolutely, man. You take care. Have a nice day. This is Taylor Conley on The Life of a Lifer.